0: This episode of Adventures in Aurelia is brought to you by Gabe and Jeff of Interparty Conflict. If you'd like to join them in supporting the show, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Adventures in Aurelia. Thank you guys.
1: Hello and welcome to Adventures in Aurelia a podcast where five friends sit around the table and record themselves playing Dungeons & Dragons. I'm Chris, I play Rim, a human paladin.
2: I'm Krista, and I play Ariel, a divine soul sorcerer.
3: I'm Chantel, and I play Kanina, a tiefling sorceress.
0: And I'm Damien, I'm the DM. Before we get started with this week's episode, I've got a few things to add in here. First, we are doing a giveaway to celebrate six months since our relaunch in September. This is going on until the end of March 30th, 2018. All you need to do to enter is leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, links are in the show notes, and email us with the name on the review to let us know, and so we can contact you if you've been drawn. If you are the winner, you will get a nice little package from all of us at Adventures at Aurelia. Second. I've got a huge shout out to all of the musicians who let us use their work to make our show better. There is a full track list for the music used in the show notes, and you can learn more about these amazing artists at adventuresinarelia.com music. A special shout out to Tim from Tabletop Audio, who had come out with an ocean ambient soundtrack literally while I was editing this episode, and it was used heavily. Finally. I've had to make a bit of a retcon with events in this and upcoming episodes. I had originally stated that the journey from Riven to Port Norsal was going to take 12 days. Well, I recently did some poring over the map that I made, mind you, came up with a scale of distance, and realized that they will be reaching Port Norsal in closer to 6 days. A bit of behind the screen info for you is that by sea, Riven and Port Norsal only ended up being about 150 miles apart when I measured it out and the ship they are on will travel roughly 25 miles in a day. Thankfully, I found all of this out before we had a real continuity issue, and they should still be at sea. Now, let's get back to the story. The boatswain makes her way up to the captain, and... You would just notice as she kind of leans over and they have a conversation. Just a few whispered words. And the captain stands up. Everyone? Are we ready to go? And the crew turns, the ones that are out on deck. Aye!
1: Raymond is basically on the way down the stairs, be like, I hope so.
0: and at this point tempest you would know that you need to make your way below deck to begin your initial push off every one on the crew that isn't necessary for manning the sails helps push off there's only about 5 people that are left on the top of the deck to kind of they they handle the the mooring until you have gotten out into ocean currents
4: She will go below and get out of the way.
0: Go ahead and give me a strength saving throw.
4: Jesus, <laughs> I do <it. laughs> That's not good. <laughs> That's really not good. <laughs> oh, Is it no.
1: a nine? It's a five. <laughs>
0: well, you you take your side of the the ore. And you're, I don't, you don't really know what it is that that has you off a little bit, but maybe it was a distraction from the fact that you only picked up a couple people and are leaving, and they're unfamiliar. They had boarded beforehand. Maybe you're just distracted by these newcomers onto the ship. Mm-hmm. But
1: so you're just asking you're, people as you pretend to push. It. Well, you're,
0: you're not really, you're not really <laughs> pushing the oar, but these are shared oars and the half-orc man sitting next to you just, like, claps you on the back. Little little roughing, just like, Hey! Don't make me do all the heavy lifting, or I'll see you back down here permanently.
4: She'll actually put more attention into to rowing. And you,
0: you you, pick it up. He he feels the the low lightning on him just a little bit as you put a more conscious effort into it and the whispering winds leaves port
1: Rim will just you know he'll be in his room laying on his bedroll just waiting
3: Rym you know, will be running around in circles in the room <laughs> he'll
1: keep an eye on her and when she starts to look like she's crashing he'll you know offer hey maybe you should take a quick nap we're gonna be here a while
3: Uh, I'm not tired in the least, though.
1: <laughs> well, he's waiting until you, like, start to crash. Yeah. Until, so, like, he sees you oh. yawning.
0: Yeah. Ariel, what are you up to while pretty much all of these events are going on?
2: So, like I said before, she's put her cloak, which makes it a little dark in her bunk now. So, so she... Just two little glowing orbs that Elise sees. Okay. Yeah. Now, all, all you guys really see is, I guess, the glow from her eyes as she's... Reading her scroll.
1: You turn that flashlight off.
0: So glowy orb lady.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's just reading.
0: Oh uh, she what is she reading?
2: Things that uh stick out to her when she's in the monastery that might have given her insight or she felt was important when um she discovered this great evil or whatever it is that she's
0: so basically yeah. you're just you're reading like your text from the monastery.
2: Yeah, she's going over her own notes. She's reading some scrolls she thought might have been important for her mission. Just making sure she really knows it.
0: Okay, go ahead and give a religion check.
2: Seventeen.
0: As you're you're skimming through this, you're you find kind of like you're, you're keeping an eye out for those things that you had, had noted as like potential areas of like evil in the world, and you do end up coming across a brief segment on dragons, but really all it all it says and kind of why you had marked it before and it just stands out now because of what Albert had said yesterday Mm -hmm. is dragons, it just kind of has written in it like dragons are great lizard-like winged creatures that are known to be the size of small houses and come in various colors and have The ability to fly crazy distances, they are resistant to certain elements and can also breathe like an attack of a certain element. But even in your text, it is noted that these are just things that have been passed down through myths. Like when people write about it, this is what they are writing about. And the monastery just has notes on it kind of as a place of maybe there's some truth to this. Maybe someone some time ago had actually encountered one of these beasts and wrote about it and then someone else picked it up having never seen a dragon. I was like, oh, that's a crazy idea for a creature in a story. Okay. So it really just covers what they believe to be the the myth of the dragons, but considering they are supposed to be this the creatures of evil, they have kind of kept notes about what they've picked up over over the myths.
2: So I guess reading these, what I thought of before as myths and then going by what we were told before we left, I'm probably starting to believe that they might not just be myths.
1: Rims is going to pull out a kind of a journal, not his the one he reads from normally but just another journal and he's going to write very simple notes, like the name of the boat, Doiton, and the quote, you know, what they say. He'll draw simple sketches of, like, the symbol of Doiton and what he can remember of the acts in the book, just so he can have something to reference back if he needs to later.
0: Okay.
2: Hey, uh, Nina? I'm going to peek out. Actually, I'll pull the cloak over a bit. What time is it?
0: You're starting to, to reach... <laughs> Your time. <laughs>
3: yeah. So at this point, Kinina, I'm sure, will just kind of be, uh, just kind of sprawled out on the ground, just kind of feeling the boat rock, because she's starting to feel just a little bit, just yeah. woozy and tired and not as energetic. Yeah, yeah?
2: Have you heard of these dragons that they told us about before we left? They said keep an eye out for? Um,
3: have I? I mean...
0: Not previously.
3: Um, I'm not. I don't think so. They told us to keep an eye out for dragons and. Like and, you, you would know
0: them as like mythical story creatures.
3: It's like I, I only know what I've heard <laughs> briefly through myths. It's a general knowledge essentially. So, <laughs> Ugh, I don't feel well.
1: Why don't you lay down? Do you for need a, a bit? bucket?
3: Um, I, no, I, I, I'm i not feeling that ill, just, just really tired all of a sudden. And she'll kind of, uh, just make her way to kind of crawl up into her top bunk. <laughs> and then, uh, after she lies down for a moment, she'll just be like, Ariel? Yep. I know you, uh, you have your god in your, who speaks to you and such. Um, do you ever have dreams that tell you things? Mm,
2: no, usually it's just the feeling I get. Hmm. Sometimes I hear a voice, but not really a dream. <laughs> it's not not a dream, huh? Well, at I least not when I'm
3: sleeping. Th- yeah, I see. Um, I don't know. I it's probably nothing, but I had a really bad dream last night. It just it just kind of unsettled me. So I was hoping maybe you'd have some. Insight or something, but I guess not. What was your dream about? <sighs> I don't know, it's it probably just has to do with what the guild leaders told us and stuff, but I just had a dream about a dragon, a really big red dragon burning down my home village. And then there's really creepy voice referenced Doitan. <laughs> and so I was just wondering it just seems like an odd coincidence but it probably just has to do because we've been talking so much about it lately but I don't know it was it, I didn't get a good sleep so it just really off offsetting does
0: Rempanny attention to this because Yeah, he's, he's, he's familiar with unsettling dreams
1: yeah he's listening and when she talks about certain things and notes certain things he kind of jots them down as well but after she kind of finishes her thought, he'll be like, I wouldn't worry too much about it. We're gonna be on this boat a while, and if you're tired, you might as well try to catch a few maybe hours of sleep right now.
2: Mm. Nina, where, where where, are you from? What's your city?
3: Yeah, I, um, It's just a small little village. You probably wouldn't have heard of it. It's in the Ulsear region.
2: Alright, well... Well, sometimes... Sometimes... uh. The God I believe, you know, I pray to, kind of tells me things about what I need to look look out for in the future. Mm-hmm. So, what if your dream was something
3: like that? You think, you think my village is in danger?
2: I know that there is a great evil coming, and I believe that I need to prepare for it. And since you guys, I'm with you, we should probably all just keep preparing for it.
3: Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Um, what does your research say about red dragons in particular?
2: Basically, all I really know is stuff from myths. I never really believed them to be real. Mm-hmm. But after what we were told, and then now hearing this from you, I'm thinking they're more than
3: a myth yeah it definitely seems like things are changing out there and maybe things that we've long forgotten to be real are now coming back to the surface i think from here on
2: out any information we can find about a red dragon we need to pay close attention to mm-hmm. and then
3: um yeah and i, I know we have our mission in our priority, you know, to the Adventurers Guild, but if we do happen to hear something about my village in the Elsor region, maybe we should just keep an ear out just my in case.
2: My personal mission is far more than just the Adventurers Guild's mission. Oh. Uh-huh. So, my mission is just what we've been talking about. I'm pretty sure.
3: Oh, to defeat this greater evil, the the dragons or help Oh. I see. And Kanina, kind of being fairly exhausted at this point, will just start.
5: Pass out. Yeah, <laughs> in we'll the pass out. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's
1: kind of probably doing that slow, like you can yeah. hear her talking slower. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? Oh. You mm-hmm. yeah.
5: She'll
3: just kind of do those off affirmations, like she's trying yeah. to pay attention to yeah. being in the conversation, but she's just, yeah, at this point, she's just like dying off. Yeah, like that, that I see, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. And once Rim kind of sees her, like, pass out, he'll look down at, at Ariel and just kind of go...
2: Ariel's going to go to writing stuff that they've talked about to try to keep it close to her so she knows what to go back to. And,
1: and Rim will kind of keep aware of how the feeling of the boat is. And once it feels like, you know, things have settled, like they don't feel like they're leaving port or... You know, in the process of hardcore navigations of the port itself, he'll like head up to see what he can see. Okay.
0: Tempest. Yes. You help row the boat until the point that you know of where it it, probably about half an hour. Yeah, about half an hour of rowing to get you out into the sea current kind of pick up the speed and you know at that point you start seeing kind of the oars in front the oarsmen start pulling him in you know from your time that you were tied to an oar is that a handful of the crew has to stay down here kind of in the event of an emergency to use the oars for tighter steering but you know that at this point, since you have kind of earned your place as part of the ship's crew, you are free to leave.
4: She's going to hop up and stretch. Cause
0: the half-orc next <sighs> just kind of grunts at you.
4: She's going to jog up and go up to... Wait, what time of day is it now?
5: It's,
4: it's by the time time like you mid- guys midday.
0: By the time you guys have like gotten out into the sea current, you'd be reaching... Ten. Ten? For you guys, you've advanced time (laughs) past
1: this. (laughs)
4: Oh, Oh, we've got multiple timelines going. This is weird. (laughs) Oh, God! You're you're catching up. I'm catching up. Ten, you say.
0: Yeah, you guys embarked about nine.
4: (gasps) She will go find the Botsman and ask about the people we took on because she's she's curious
0: so kind of you make your way out from underneath the deck and go over to the bot swing and just I may mean, I help you tempest
4: so who are the, the people that we picked up they seem like kind of a ragtag bunch
0: they're members of the guild mm-hmm. we were hired to transport them
4: where are they going
0: Up to Port Morsal, our next stop.
4: I wonder why.
0: I'm not sure. Perhaps during one of your breaks you can ask them about it. The older man, he's kind of a grump. The young tiefling, she is very, very full of energy. And the human, the human female, she... is kind of a loner, I guess. What was the name of the port again? Port Norsal. Norsal. She didn't come out when the rest of them did earlier. Not sure why. Perhaps she just likes to keep to herself. But, but as you said, they are a... ragtag crew. But the guild saw fit to... pay us to... allow them to take space on the ship... for our journey...
2: Um, uh, after Era wrote down the stuff that she was talking to Nina about and seeing Ren leave, she's going to go try to find Ren.
0: So after, and you have anything that you'd want to do in about the hour while the timeline catches up, or just go around and help with... Generic boat duties. Uh, Swab the poop deck. Yeah, just Just... clean up some of it, check (laughs) knots. Like, it's being one of the, the normal members of the crew, the like vetted members of the crew. One of your duties on board is people are constantly going through and like double checking the work of others.
4: She'd be doing that because she really likes knots.
0: But it's just one of those, it's a safety precaution, make sure that no, if if someone had tampered with anything, then the captain would, well, the, probably the botsman first, would have some major issues to talk about.
4: Yeah, she's just going around, because she, she likes to critique everybody's works, she she's the best at not. Go ahead and
0: uh, roll me a flat V20. Those
4: birds—they're <laughs> so persistent. I like them. seagulls. a <laughs> twenty?
5: Ready for that one? Well,
4: that's not good. Five.
0: As you're going through, you've kind of been going over and checking things, and then about forty-five minutes or so into checking through things, you tug on one of the ropes that is used to secure one of the life vests. And as you give it a tug, it unravels itself.
4: Well, that's not supposed to happen. Right? Not supposed to happen? No. No, Not supposed to happen. She'll tie it back up properly. Doesn't say anything. I I guess she could go report it. It's up to you. But she's going to tie it back up properly first.
1: You're going to check any of the others?
4: Sure. I go through and... I I mean, that's what I'm doing. I'm going around and checking knots and stuff, so... So She'll check the ones next to it, too. After tying it back properly.
0: Alright. They're fine.
4: So it's just the one?
5: Yeah.
0: You happen to find one of the three ropes that... Holds the the life... Like, boat from rocking. It was just loose.
4: Go over the Botswain again. Just One of those ropes was loose, but I fixed it.
0: One of the ropes was loose, you say? Yeah. Tempest. You remember what happens when we find something like this. She heads up to the captain's wheel and whispers over to seeking, but not found. And she, like, lets out a very loud, shrill whistle. Brings everyone's attention that's out on the deck. You guys would all hear this about the time that Rem is getting ready to go take a look around and tempest you know that at this point every like as others are doing so everyone like ranks up and gets in lines in front of the wheel just standing on the deck below her crew a rope was found to be loose Tempest, which one was it? She'll
4: point over at the, the lifeboat.
0: Who was responsible for it?
4: At this point, Tempest is trying to make herself as small as possible because... This has happened
0: before, this not, is not from you. This is I,
4: I know, but this is not the type of attention that she wants. <laughs> Apparently, we run this boat like an elementary school classroom.
0: <laughs> the captain runs it very tightly.
4: I guess I'm thinking more pirates than. Uh... No, this is a sailing ship. <laughs> I know, ship. I know, but in my head, I'm like, oh god, these people are gonna like throw me overboard <laughs> <laughs> for ratting them out.
0: Rem and Kanina, mm-hmm. what would your responses have been as you heard that shrill whistle? Kanina's sleeping. Them? She said that she was getting up. Or was that Ariel? Yeah. Ariel Would
3: this arouse me from my sleep? Probably not if you're that passed out. Okay,
0: yeah, I'm passed out then. Rem and Ariel, like, what would would your guys' response (laughs) have been?
1: Well, having figured that, that, you know, on a ship, things like loud whistles and stuff like that are probably used for gathering attention and stuff, he's probably thinking it's just part of the normal operation of a ship. So he's going to continue just walking slowly towards the...
0: So his end goal is to get up on the deck
1: well, just to he's now that he figures everything's kind of calm down and it's you know just standard sailing he's gonna go up and take a look around see like what he can see
0: okay probably about he, the point that
1: he took his book with him when he was writing him. okay
0: so you guys would be getting out at about this point and tempest points over no one wants to speak up for being responsible for this area Botsman who was in charge of that station and she singles out a halfling mid-twenties who kind of backs up but is in rank and backs into the person behind him he's four people over from you
5: throw him overboard
3: Cut on nine tails
1: Walk the plank <laughs> hang him from a yard arm <laughs> keel all him
0: step forward and he nervously makes his way out into the front of everybody Victor <laughs> tell me true did you tie that
5: knot yes I
0: yes I did And did you double-check your work? I thought I did, but I must have missed one. Do you trust your skills with a rope? On a normal day, yes. Honestly, right now, I'm not as sure if I'm confident in that. And she whispers over, to the uh, Botsman next to her. And the botswin comes down, grabs a coil of rope along with her. Why don't you tie this for us? Tie, tie me a loop. And he nervously ties one. Tempest, roll me a flat D20.
4: Five again. Oh, gosh. He's a dead
3: man. Goodbye, <laughs> Victor. Back to real
4: dice. The next one was an 18.
0: <laughs> so she holds the rope in front of her, inspecting it. And you trust your work? Yes. You know how this goes. This will drop you to the water. And if it holds, we pull you back up. Or you trade a month on the oars. What'll it be? I'll take the oars. So you don't trust your own work. Not enough for this.
1: I was never good with Bolins.
0: And Rem and Ariel are coming like out into the tail end of this conversation. And
1: you... Basically, I just walk up on deck and see everybody kind of standing in ranks.
0: And you see the, the Botswin drop a knotted rope onto the ground and somewhat roughly take a halfling past you guys around to take him below deck to the or room. Hmm.
1: You'll just you know he'll look around, you know, realize it's none of his business.
0: And the captain straightens herself back up. Everyone back to your work and double check yourselves. And everyone breaks rank.
1: Rim will head to the front of the ship.
2: Ariel's following him.
0: So the way that this ship is laid out is where you guys are staying is like underneath the main deck of the ship. There's a storage area that it's got walls on the sides of it, but it's not a like fully enclosed structure, and that kind of takes up the center of the deck. On the back, there's the tier that goes up to the captain's wheel, and behind that is her quarters. Below that is a another enclosed quarters area that you guys haven't been into, so you're not sure what is in there. And that is the direction that she had taken this halfling. And then, so, going to the front, it's largely, like, open and flat, except that storage area. Okay. So you guys would just be going around the, like, opposite direction of everybody.
1: Yeah. He'll, he'll make a, uh, a note again of the captain as she uh, returns to her post.
0: Oh, she never left. But she...
1: well, I mean, like, returned to not standing and addressing everybody. What no, she addressed
0: child. everyone from her wheel. It okay. was the botsman that she sent to handle the dirty work
1: okay he'll just head up to the bow of the boat kind of look out at where they're headed see if he can still actually see you know like the port at all or whatever
0: yeah it hasn't been that long and you're out at sea so you can easily turn and look off to the off the back of the ship you haven't quite made your your curve up to the north because riven is somewhat inset there's a small peninsula that is north of Riven that comes out into the sea a bit more so the boat has to get out and clear that first so just looking off the back of the boat you can see Riven off in the distance a mile or so Mm -hmm. and up in front of the ship you see plenty far off into the distance but you see the large wall of mist that the misty sea gets its name from. Okay.
2: Ariel has followed and called your name a few times, but obviously getting lost in the sea. Okay. I'm trying so to get your attention.
1: After he gets to the bow and he hears it, he'll look back and. Yeah.
2: Did you hear at all a conversation between Nina and I when you were in the room?
1: I heard a little of it, yeah.
2: About her dream. Yeah. I feel like... It might have some truth. And I feel like... We need to pay extra attention and maybe... At some point... Go there.
1: It's possible.
2: Just, you know... For extra reassurance to her that everybody there's fine she might have family she cares about there.
1: She could always send word to
2: but I feel like it might come to pass oh. and I was just wondering if you would I feel I'm a part I'm a part of it somehow and I was just wondering if you know you could maybe be a part of it too. And helping defend if it ever does.
1: Well, we'll see what comes to pass and what happens then. I'm not gonna make plans for things we don't know yet. She's young, she's excitable. It could just be a dream. It might be a message, but we won't know until later.
2: Right, I'm just saying, I know of something coming.
1: There's always something coming.
2: Okay, Rem.
0: Tempest,
4: hmm.
0: roll perception.
4: Eighteen, hmm. plus thirteen plus five. Oh,
5: okay.
4: <laughs> I remember. I've I had to do it a few how times tonight.
0: He spat that
4: out. You
0: would have noticed two of the passengers hit. It's my highest skill. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yet you've rolled five Joshua. and five. <laughs>
0: You noticed the two of the passengers had come out, they witnessed the the very tail end of what had just transpired. Pretty much the part that they would have gotten was the So we can tie you up with your own rope and dunk you overboard, or you can give us a month on the oars. And then they headed their way up to the bow of the ship. I'm
4: surprised they weren't asking what was happening.
1: Rim's no stranger to justice. He was in the military. He's seen it before. Probably actually done something similar before.
0: A little bit better than how Karim <laughs> treated uh, people that did
5: yeah. well when that. Just, group. just
4: kill them. He didn't kill them. He just beat them severely. Mehan killed them. Mehan. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Karim just beat him and left him for dead.
3: He killed them. That's that
5: essentially
1: No, we saw them again.
3: But when Meehan got a hold of them. Yeah,
1: Meehan didn't. <laughs> no,
3: that guy's dead. Yeah.
4: I just love how you answered that. No. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, that guy's dead.
0: He was. The other guy wasn't.
1: Yeah, so I mean... Rim's gonna take some time looking at the ship and the and everything. He's gonna kind of make some sketches in his book of what he sees no wordsmith, so he's not leaving a journal. But
4: Tempest is going around checking all the knots again. <laughs> and when she gets up to where they are on the boat, she's just going to... Excuse me. Excuse me.
1: Rimmel <laughs> so shift to the side. Excuse
4: but- me. <laughs> See, I was expecting... Canina to be my first contact with. <laughs> She's passed the fuck out right now. <laughs> I know well, this is you just gotta, unfortunate. You gotta
0: work with what you got.
1: <laughs> Why? That's what you do with children. You sugar <laughs> them up and then you let them crack.
3: You get the grumpy one and the quiet one. <laughs> right? I don't want to talk to you guys.
4: <laughs> you look mean. <laughs> And you're weird and smell funny. I
2: don't smell funny. No
4: she made. took a shower. <laughs> Are you still wearing your flea rag?
2: No, no we she got We went shopping. I have <laughs> a
4: cloak.
1: She looks rather nice.
3: Oh, I was <laughs> that's just ingrained in her memory forever. Your room gonna be... was incinerated. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, but
5: yeah.
1: There's a ninth level <laughs> prestidigitation on that room.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey, Rem. Yeah. What do you think about dragons? Because all I ever heard about or read about is that they're a myth. Tempest
4: That's perks about up what a little bit I've, as yeah, she overhears what's going on. I
0: was going to say, this is happening like as Tempest is Excuse working me. around I've only,
4: <laughs>
1: I've only ever heard of them as myth.
4: Checking all the tot lines. For all I know, it's
1: exaggerations of wyverns and drakes people have seen. and Like, bards will are known to do it they stretched the stories.
2: So what do you think about the guild warning us about and keeping an eye out for dragons?
1: Well, maybe they also mean eye out for anything that, like, the dragon cult we ran into. That's technically keeping our eye out for dragons.
4: Interesting. The name of
1: <laughs> Keep, Keep your head about you. I mean, I'm not expecting a giant lizard to come flying out of the sky at us real Perception. Yes.
4: <laughs>
2: oh, no! I don't know. I think I'm starting 19! to... 19!
5: A giant lizard comes <laughs> flying out of the sky. <laughs> I don't
2: know. I oh, think wait, that's a sequel. I'm starting to believe that they, they might be real.
1: They might have existed. There hasn't been one seen in ages. If they do... I won't discount it, but... I'm not extremely worried about it either at the moment. We have other matters we need to address.
0: Okay, so this conversation is going on for a little while. Is Tempest finding an Tempest,
4: Tempest, Tempest is slowing down, working on her knots. Goes back to check the one that's closer to them. <laughs> Do <laughs> again. I notice this? Let's see. Yeah, go ahead and... Uh, Are you trying to be stealthy about it? Not necessarily. She's just trying to be...
1: I rolled a ten.
0: Yeah, I mean, if she's not trying to be stealthy about it, then yeah, you would notice. Just she's just just kind of, basically, Rem is probably noticing that Tempest had checked the knot, <laughs> gone down a little bit more. Dragons gone back and checked the knot that she just checked.
1: So Rem, after you know, after discussing things with uh, Ariel for a second, will turn and kind of look at her and be like, "Can we help you?"
4: Where are you guys headed anyway?
1: We're headed up to the port of Norsal. We have business with the dwarves.
5: Something we can help
1: you with? I think you've checked that knot three times now.
4: You can never be too careful.
1: Well, there's knots over there you haven't checked. Perhaps you should be careful there.
4: Ariel, were you going to say something?
5: Yeah,
2: I was gonna We found this uh, Dangerous axe that we're looking into For our guild leaders Dangerous axe? What do you mean by that? I don't know, we're not allowed to touch it
4: <laughs> It seems like any axe would be dangerous You know, if you aren't using it properly
2: Yeah, I think we're not supposed to touch it Because it I don't really know. They just told us we're not allowed to touch it. Like, they won't even touch it. The guild leaders. So maybe if you touch it, it does stuff? I don't know. But how long have you been sailing?
4: Oh, it feels like forever. But I suppose three years now. Say that I was tied to an oar
0: for a year. However long you
1: want it to be.
4: Three years, it's I think. It's your backstory. Well, I couldn't remember if I had already given you something.
1: Now that she's closer, do I notice anything else about her? Because I kind of saw her across.
0: Is her. there something specific
4: that you're looking
1: for? Well, now that like she's in front of me and I can actually see her, like I'm looking. Does she, is she <laughs> wet? Why is her hair float funny? You know, like, I'm just kind of more intensely looking at her
0: well
4: A why do you look so strange yeah. A
0: you can see any normal features about her that would exist for her and B if Rem wants to know the answer to those questions he can always ask
1: no well, I'm just right now I'm just kind of looking at her I'm not, <laughs> why
2: do you look you know
5: so what? Ariel's strange <laughs> is what
2: your skin you? actually always wet it looks wet Maybe I, just have just
3: no really I have no social
2: mannerisms I have no social mannerisms yeah
3: are you wet? <laughs>
4: She'll look down at her arm and she's like, Are you just always sweating? No, I. I guess it's just always looked like that.
1: Is it mucus?
4: <laughs> Ew.
1: Are you covered in a thin layer of slimy mucus?
4: Rem, don't be gross. She's just gonna ignore that. And, you know.
2: Just to warn you, he's always a grouch. Is he always such an asshole? Yes. Who put a stick up his ass? I don't (laughs) know. I haven't known him that long.
1: You ask a lot of questions for somebody that checks knots.
4: You're on my boat.
1: I don't believe this is your boat. I believe it's hers. And he's going to point towards the captain.
0: He turns and he points at a stack of crates.
4: <laughs> She's over there somewhere.
2: It vaguely looks like a cat. Yes. And how do you get your hair to float like that? Is that like a spell that you used? It's just always been this way. Just always been... What there are you? in <laughs>
1: nature. Check. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if you cut your hair? Does it float away?
3: <laughs> That's a good question.
4: I feel like it would be more just oh. like, Oh, it was good. I, I saw
3: that little slow uh, roll as it flipped over. <laughs>
0: so
2: my plus three makes it an eight.
0: Yeah, so you might want to continue asking what she is.
2: <laughs> what are you? Well, both my parents are human.
1: You're not human.
2: I think this is sounding familiar to my story. <laughs> yes, Ariel can commiserate. Yeah, you're
1: you're looking at her at glowing eyes.
2: Mm-hmm. I
4: think glowing
2: eyes with a hood. Yeah, yeah. Tempest wouldn't.
4: would just kind of giggle after saying that because she's used to people's reaction. It's like, well, both my parents are human.
0: <laughs> yeah, about that, your dad <laughs> might want to ask your mom some questions. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: What race was your milkman?
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> are you troglanite. descended from, like, <laughs> a god or something? Like, how how are you not look? How do you not look like a human?
3: Tempest. I don't even the know Shino? if I know. DM intervention? Because it's,
4: like, a recessive <laughs> gene.
3: Well, well,
0: Tempest definitely should, should have some sort of questioning for the way that ariel worded that i'm just not sure what it would be probably maybe a knowledge religion just because the whole jumping straight to descended from a god is a little <laughs> neptune poseidon it might even just be one of those things where a tempest without needing to roll on it would just be like what do you mean descended from a god is that a thing that happens <laughs>
4: I do have very good religion. You I have do. F- yeah. plus zero in religion, so I rolled an eight. So, what? Is that a thing that can happen? Like, I could be part God? That would be fucking awesome! Because <laughs> she doesn't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think her parents would have known either. It's like way back in there. It's like. <laughs> is isn't yeah <laughs> <laughs> light <Life> from above? Because <laughs> Kanina is like the first tiefling in like generations, right? I don't
2: really something know. like that. Asmars are just cuban parents, but
3: you their like, like, is... are, like, are like you have sired you by have an like
4: angel. celestial blood.
3: Didn't we say it yeah. was like an angel from above, like picks out a baby and be like you?
4: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> and like mm-hmm. imprints itself on okay, you. Okay, so as, I guess her aunt
2: would be like. But you were born human. Because she's done a lot of her backstory. She's done a lot of research on her mm-hmm. on that, like on her race. I guess. Um, so I guess her aunt would be like, well, not a god per se, but a. Celestial bee? I guess, but mo- both my parents are human as well. But I haven't read anything about whatever you are. From humans, huh? I yes, guess I my have...
4: parents were human. Why do you have to put it that way? <laughs>
1: Can I what use do you mean? Uh, my divine I'm
0: just sense on her? What does divine sense do?
1: Uh, I basically like detect good or evil
0: i mean
4: sure
1: but it's just not as a spell
3: you're being judged
4: <laughs> i have protect from good and evil oh
0: basically
1: you know like the, I mean, the, is, the, is it a class
0: ability or is it a spell
1: it's a class feature
0: okay then she would probably notice as <laughs> you like scrutinize her a bit well, i've but, been
1: scrutinizing her like what are
0: you but you would be able to tell if she's good or evil
1: yeah, but then I can also, like, I, I I would also know if she's Celestial Fiend or Undead. I was
5: gonna say, like, what's I don't, like, what I don't know your alignment?
1: alignment, I just know if you're good or evil, so if you know that. I don't remember! You don't remember I if don't you're on the good on side or the
4: evil. evil? Let me look.
1: Basically, it says, The presence of strong evil registers on your senses as an noxious odor, powerful good are things like heavenly music in your ears. As an action, you can open your awareness to direct such forces until the end of your next turn. You know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. Wait, you wait, wait. Type. You know any celestial within fiend. 60 feet? I, if I'm scrutinizing it, yes. So you can tell. So
0: I would she's know celestial? she's. Celestial. I was gonna say. You I don't know if you've ever long, done this go. before,
1: but not Ariel
0: would light up for you.
4: <laughs> God, that must be annoying. Well, it's only anytime when...
3: you're talking to her, she's just like no. It's I, have to, I have
1: to like focus on her oh, and do it on purpose.
3: <laughs> Blinding light every time you talk to her,
1: and she wouldn't be like she's only part, so she wouldn't be like no. But boom. it would it's still it like would, a beating her
0: for rem. Yeah. You know?
1: it'd be like hearing, <laughs> hearing heavenly music in the next room.
0: And <laughs> in- interestingly, I mean, if you're gonna do that, you would know whatever Tempest is good or evil.
1: Well, it doesn't actually do good or evil. It's just if I can find undead, celestial, or fiends. If she registers, that is it, it, it tells you something. I said. thought it did, but it doesn't. It's a, or it's strong evil registers and powerful good. I know that if she's good or evil, but I know if it's a celestial fiend or undead.
5: Would
3: Kanina be technically like a fiend? Because <laughs> she's that's that's the thing
0: is he's using it to check on Tempest, but what lights up for him is probably Ariel and Kanina. Canina might be far enough and away. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and,
1: and she's behind total cover. I yeah. have to be able That's to visibly see them. Okay. Okay. So
0: Kanina would not come. <laughs> But all of a sudden, Rem would just kind of get a sense off of Ariel that she is celestial.
1: Well, having that she was a cleric, I'm just kidding. Okay. okay.
0: But off a of Tempest, nothing other than whatever her alignment is.
4: I'm a riddle wrapped in a mystery... Surrounded an by an enigma,
1: enigma <laughs> also known as chaotic evil killer.
0: So, what are you? True neutral. True neutral. See,
1: so yeah, I don't get anything from her. Then I'm literally, literally an enigma. <laughs> literally, what you were trying to
0: accomplish with this does nothing for you.
1: Well, at that, but at that same time, it kind of gives me an answer. She's not undead fiend or celestial, and she's not good. So, I know no. she's not born of a god or demon or demon. You're like, I don't think gods or demons have anything to do with you. And then because she has no good or evil, I know she's just kind of neutral. So I, I get answers by the lack of evidence, basically. But in, like, the fact that they were talking about, like, are you a god? i will be like, you're no god. You're no demon. You're something else.
4: I don't like the way you look at me.
1: I don't care.
2: So, anyway... <laughs> She'll just pivot back to Ariel. <laughs>
4: <laughs> awkward tension. <tangent. laughs> so,
2: you've been you've been sailing for about three years. Do you enjoy it?
4: I've always loved being on the water, and when I got the opportunity to be on a boat... I see you giggling over there. Just like, awkward <laughs> <laughs> when i got the opportunity to be on a boat i chose to take it and just haven't left since the water feels like home to me
2: what's been your f- most favorite adventure so far we don't really go on adventures we're a merchant ship that sounds boring
4: the sea is never boring but we're not fighting pirates the occasional hydra. Couldn't think what? of the word.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no hydra. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Sam says no. <laughs> totally
3: I-,
0: I
1: can actually g- give you a list
0: A of kraken
4: things. or two?
1: <laughs> I hope not.
0: Oh god.
4: <laughs> These are totally fish tails, guys. I
0: was gonna say, so I have a list of things that it they could have was... encountered
4: this
2: big.
4: <laughs> but you don't know! You've
2: never been on a boat! I hadn't say anything. <laughs> she Ariel's stares going, at the oh, sky. Really?
0: And... <laughs> I was going to say, I have a list of encounters for what, what Tempest may have encountered in her years at sea. But this would be very obvious, even without rolling, that she is telling... <laughs> Lies.
2: It's a fish tail. Yeah. But would Ariel know that? <laughs> I don't know that Ariel ever studied anything that mm-hmm. had to do with <laughs> the water yeah, and that's it. And pirate
5: Every time. or not pirate we're but we're ship type now. stuff.
4: <laughs> it's like there's that one beast that is. I don't even remember what lore it comes from but it's it lives in the water and it's always there and it's absolutely massive and it just sits in wait with its mouth open and like once yeah, a it creates
0: mo- whirlpools and sh-
4: no like once a month it just oh and devours everything that's there i think it's lovecraftian
3: um, sounds lovecraftian
4: yeah <laughs> but it's just always there and it, and you have to like there's no way to avoid it you know it's there. You just have to hope that it's not going to close its mouth when you go by. <laughs> That's not That it's not that month. Yeah.
0: So, Tempest regales Ariel in the tales of all of the mighty sea creatures that the ship has slain. Wow. Tempest, Ariel, go ahead and roll
2: perception.
4: <laughs> Tempest is just going to bust out laughing now
2: me too yep. you oh. <laughs> eight
4: 24
0: <laughs> <laughs> well tempest notices the snickering from another crew member that is going by and checking the ropes near her near you guys
4: chill over her shoulder Come on, tell them about all of the stuff we've. we've valiantly
2: fought.
0: Well, this one time. there's a really big bird.
2: Ariel's listening intently.
0: <laughs> Thankfully, all it did was it picked a whale out of the sea and flew off with it.
4: Oh, <laughs> a really big bird!
0: I guess technically we defeated it because it didn't kill us. Oh, and sharks. We run into sharks every once in a while.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Go back to the big bird. Yeah, really big bird.
0: (laughs) Tempest remembers, really big bird.
2: Did it, did it, like, blow anything with its breath, like, of the elements? No. Did it?
0: I mean, when it came down and it grabbed the whale out of the water, there was a big spray of water that came out from around it.
2: What did it look like besides a bird?
0: Really big.
2: Did it have a beak? Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Have you ever heard of a dragon? You guys seem to have seen a lot of creatures. Dragons are only in stories.
0: Yeah, dragons are things that mothers tell their babes to keep them inside at night.
4: They haven't existed for... Hundreds, thousands of years. But you believe they once did
0: exist? Oh good, they are gargantuan, it makes sense. What bird? Rock. Oh.
2: But you believe that they once did exist? (laughs) Well sure, why not?
5: Not Stories had to come from somewhere. (laughs) Not at all.
4: Oh, you're no fun.
0: (laughs) I mean, yes they did.
4: (laughs) That's more like it. Are you having
2: fun? (laughs) Yes I am. That is
5: creepy!
2: <laughs> I don't like that at well,
0: all. While she's just looking what is up that? pictures of sea monsters on the internet.
3: <laughs> this is the creature that eats the Kraken. <laughs> Look at that, that's a Kraken over there. And hey, that's the chip. <laughs> that's creepy. <laughs>
2: creepy, creepy.
0: Well, Tempest, I'm gonna get back to work. You enjoy your story times.
2: So what's your favorite job uh, on the ship? Be with ya. Yeah. <laughs> what's your favorite job on here? Is it tying, tying and checking the knots? Can't uh, be. It's. I'm a
4: sucker for a good knot well tied. You want to teach me? Do you have time? She- to teach me? <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> <Then> not.
5: We- <laughs>
4: Not if you're gonna be making those puns. Okay. Rem?
1: Yeah? What
4: are you doing?
1: He's literally just Just, Just standing,
4: standing, standing there, there, staring, there like, staring at, us.
1: at us. Yeah, still trying to figure out what you are.
3: <laughs> the judgmental stare, he's just
5: eyeballing just you <laughs> <and> intently. <dandelion. laughs>
4: he's quiet She'll- and listening. She'll grab Ariel by the arm and take her over and away from the creepy old man.
1: As you walk away, he'll turn back to what he was, he was doing. He leering he'll
3: at
1: him. He'll sketch kind of what she looks like in his book real quick.
3: Now he's drawing creepy photos of you. Well, I just like what her face
1: looked like, the floating hair and the fact that
0: like... Draw
4: me like one of your French girls. What are French...
0: I feel like next to it, he also Draw writes, me like, like one of your yeah, Sylvan girls. Like, like, what <laughs> is this? Well, I, I also feel like he writes not celestial, not demon, <laughs> not undead, not good, yeah. not evil. Just, just, just like question all, marks. All the checkboxes that he was able to check off as not being one of them.
1: Yeah.
3: He has a bunch of pre-made pages in his book that have all of those things listed. <laughs> check. Check.
5: Check.
1: You know, he's going to write it down like... And then just kind of, he'll go back to drawing like the ship itself. What he, you know, like because viewing it, he can't see it from a distance. But he, from what he remembers walking up on it and what he can see now, he's going to kind of draw like a, like a silhouette of it. Like what it would look like if you were to look at it from a distance. He's going to write things like uh, the captain's, uh, the fact that she's, you know, tan with a blonde underbelly you know, and a cougar-looking. And then, you know, basically he's just kind of like, it's his way of keeping track of everything that's been happening. And if he needs to, to reference things, he can have them.
4: I'm going to teach Ariel how to talk some Woo-hoo!
1: After a few hours, too, he'll head back down to the room and probably lay down.
0: Okay, so Rem is going to enter back in the room. It's been a couple hours, so Canina may have been roused by now. Let's say it's 3 p.m. Now m. you're going to be up all night. On the 15th of Bellinus. No, she's still got a level of exhaustion. Okay. <laughs> she needs a full a full long rest for She that
1: only night. took like an hour long. She power napped.
0: That'd be a couple hours. Mm-hmm.
3: So it's probably around like
5: 2-ish or something? No,
0: it's like 3 p.m. now. Three? Okay. It's, you were probably, like, already teetering on the edge of waking up, but the, like, clunk of the door closing when Rem comes in is probably what finally is that last little bit to jerk Kanina up. Mm Because the rocking of the ship has probably, like, helped keep you dozed a little bit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Especially because you didn't sleep well last night, so you Mm -hmm. were already tired. And even though you've kind of caught up on that, Mm -hmm. the... It was easy for you to be asleep, mm-hmm. and then there's just that thunk, and you're just like, "Oh,
3: <laughs> yeah." So know just kind of be like, just kind of startle awake, you know, hearing someone like open the door. And she'll, she'll just kind of peer over the side of the bunk, be like, "Oh, hey, Ram."
1: I look up and be like, "Feeling better?"
3: Yeah, I'm still a little out of it, but I'm definitely feeling a lot better.
1: All right.
3: And know kind of hop down for the bunk. So what's new?
1: Not much. There's some weird blue chick teaching Ariel how to tie knots.
3: Weird blue chick? That's not a very nice way to describe someone.
1: (laughs) I couldn't figure out what she is. I don't even think she knows what she is.
3: Oh, really? She asks
1: a lot of questions, though. Huh. But I didn't get any sense that she's bad, just overly curious.
3: Hmm. Well... I suppose we can be accused of asking a lot of questions here and there, but uh, maybe I should go meet her. Hmm. See what feel she's free. talking about. <laughs> maybe
1: you know what she is. If you figure it out, let me know.
3: Okay, we will do. And with that, Kanina will kind of go walking out of the room, not as hyper as she was before, so she's not bolting out, but she's going with her usual peppy pace. <laughs> <laughs> peppy I
1: pace. have released the hounds. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Kanina, make her... Sure... Do you feel it? Like you have that shiver
0: up your spine (laughs) as something is coming? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Kinina Kinina walks out on the deck and goes around and goes and finds Tempest and Ariel. Very very easy to tell because the blue one stands out, even though you may not, like, notice Ariel across the deck. Mm -hmm. Because she's wearing her
3: cloak and stuff. (laughs) I'm sure by now I've learned to associate the one with the cloak as Ariel. (laughs) But yeah, so I'll- Start heading over to them and
0: Ariel's still got her hood like down over her eyes for the most part, so she's not doing a very good job with the knots. Mm-hmm.
2: I rolled a fourteen, but I didn't know if I added anything.
0: Dex? Dex. I don't
2: like that.
0: There's actually there's 17. like... seventeen There's like oh. a whole section in, in Xanathars
4: for tying knots. <laughs> yes there is. Should I roll as well?
0: I'm just not sure if it's which type of knot tying it is. I mean, you can go ahead and roll as well. You would probably get, like, advantage on it just for the sake of it being, like, one of your things. 19. (laughs) Canina would, uh, walk up on you guys, tying these knots,
2: Hey Nina. Hey Ariel. Who's your new friend here? What's your name?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I guess we never did get to names, did we? Oh. No. Well, let me start. I'm Kanina. Nice to meet you. And she'll hold out her hand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh oh. Fire meets water. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah.
5: laughs>
3: Tempest will
4: hold out her hand at. Uh, Tempest. You have a lot is of energy. Is it soft
1: or
0: is it calloused? Her
4: My
3: hands?
1: hands? Probably calloused.
3: Yeah. What if it's From... smooth and soft like water? <laughs> well, she's no, been it's... working with I know, ropes I know. and know. But she's also <laughs> an elemental. It's always moisturized. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Moist. Too much <laughs> water can. Well, have you ever felt a shark? for skin. Moist. Oh yeah, sandpaper skin.
1: Yeah, sharks feel like they're made of sandpaper. <laughs> Wet sand.
3: <laughs> that is not what my skin feels like.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that would be interesting if it was. Though, if you're a, a shark,
4: so she will shake your hand. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of energy.
0: How? Did, this is the first time someone's touched you. Is your skin actually <laughs> like, like? Does does? i
4: touched before. Does Kanina's hand
0: come away like, like, feeling like you were damp, or does your skin just look?
3: Is it mucus? (laughs) I was actually gonna ask that myself. If your if your skin is actually damp, or if it just looks like it looks glossy. I think it would just be sort of
4: it looks sort of Mm glistening. I'm not actually wet all the time. (laughs) Always
3: (laughs) secreting fluid. Which might strike oh. as
0: odd that she looks like she has been like sprayed with seawater. Yes. And now you're
1: touch. gonna lean in close, like poke. At yeah.
0: <laughs> but but as you t- you touch hands, her I skin look like I have normal. a
3: fine mist. Yeah. And then you probably shaking Kenina's hand notice that her she's probably running a little bit warm as she usually does. You're like always a hundred and one. <laughs> yeah, days. I'm always running a little bit warmer. Her <laughs> name is Miser. I'm Mr. Sun. <laughs> Well, yeah, I've been told I've had a lot of energy before.
2: (laughs) It's all right, Nina.
3: (laughs) Oh, well, it's nothing
2: to be ashamed of.
4: (laughs) I like it. It worries me, but I like it.
3: (laughs) Good. I like you, too. Especially your really neat-looking floating hair. How do you make it do that? I don't know. It just...
2: I asked her that, too.
3: You know...
5: uh...
1: Can Nina roll her check now?
3: (laughs) Nina, her parents are human. Oh, well, that's not super odd. Mine were, too. (laughs) <laughs> All
1: three of <rim>. What? <laughs> rim is the only human born of humans.
5: Entire like,
2: party, super like, super confused. I mean, she's read about her own <laughs> race, but now she's like...
5: Yeah, Nina is the opposite of <laughs> you. Wait,
4: so you can tell us something <laughs> like celestial or infernal? So- Fiend. 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 Yeah. Oh, no. I was going to say, she'd light up AND she would yeah. light up. I,
3: I wondered if would if it was... Because it depends on... I don't
1: remember what a demon's classified
4: Well, as, so. part of
0: it is this, the, the line of sight he didn't have for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But right at the sea and boat. What's also interesting is all just- of you guys are young, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think so. 20, mm-hmm. maybe something. Hmm. I don't it? know if I actually I think put Mina's it on my like character sheet. I have it written in my notebook. Oh, 28,
4: which is so a So it, it
0: could somewhat stand a reason that Albert said the world is So no, changing. she would cuz
1: cuz tieflings are a fiend.
0: And there's okay, like a basically there was a generation of as you guys have all come together. Not human, born
3: of <laughs> human parents. Oh my, we're all oddballs. <laughs> no, here's well, the no, thing, no, though.
5: I could literally <laughs>
1: walk up, use my divine sense, I would see a celestial that's born of human parents, mm-hmm. a fiend that's born of human parents, <laughs> and something else. <laughs> something <laughs> else.
2: And <his> <laughs> that says she's me. born of human
1: parents. <laughs> it's born of human parents. I'm just missing yes, an it. undead born of human parents. My
4: mother was a monk, and my father was a paladin. Where's the mm-hmm. lich? Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, so anyways. Like I, I'd, like, it, I'd like be
1: like, this. whatever I'm doing, this divine... It's broken. <laughs>
5: <was> pretty much. <laughs> We're
3: just a bunch of weirdos in your group.
0: Well, at least Kanina's pretty obvious.
5: Flowing mm-hmm. eyes,
1: red, floaty weird hair.
4: And always
3: wet. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: always wet. Always
4: wet dry. Also blue.
5: blue. <laughs> wet dry.
3: Well, I guess you could say that uh, even though we all have human parents, we all have a bunch of uh, uh, slightly different traits about us, but I think that makes us unique.
5: It's a
1: bonding moment for you all. <laughs> Did they make fun of you in school,
4: too? We're all special in our own way. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Somehow that sounds recited. <laughs>
0: well, yeah. I especially feel like with the captain of this ship being a, cat? a tabaxi <laughs> woman. Two things that are very rare. Parents
5: <laughs>
0: two things that are very rare on a ship. Probably has never, like, commented on Tempest's origin. Like, it's just accepted that that you're you're worth your skills, and what you are makes no difference to her.
4: Mm-hmm. You know what the strangest thing is, too? I I didn't always look like this. I wasn't always blue. What? Really? I I looked human when I was little. Huh. When I was a teenager. Really? Wow. I've always been red.
3: You've always been red? Yeah. Huh. My horns kind of grew in as I got older, but uh, yeah, I've I've always had the skin color. (laughs) What about you, glowy eyes, whose
2: name I still don't know? She said my name. I said, hey, Nina. And she said,
3: hey, Ariel. Yes, but Ariel, you have to introduce yourself properly. Yes, it's rude. (laughs) Okay.
0: Ariel's like a (laughs) social graces.
2: (laughs) Hi. I'm Ariel. Tempest is totally just playing
4: it up, too. (laughs) (laughs) And
2: you are? She's
1: never felt so important.
3: I said my name. Tempest, (laughs) if Ariel has to do the same thing. She said my name.
2: <laughs> Tempest.
0: Okay, Ariel and <laughs> Nina, now introduce yourselves to each other.
3: <laughs> Hi, Nina, born of human parents. Hi, <laughs> Ariel, also born of human parents. <laughs> <laughs> I have glowy eyes too sometimes. You know? Really? You yeah. Make it, I never noticed. We fought together, but you yeah, know, I, I guess, guess I was just the focused... heat of the battle. Yeah, <laughs> we're
4: we're making it sound like it's such a like crazy thing that you didn't know that she was born of human parents. You've only known her for like.
3: I know. Yeah, it's true. it's true. That that. Is true.
2: <laughs> I guess, and we haven't really had much downtime during that, especially no. since you
3: avoided Kanina in the very first part. Yeah. Like you were hiding from her under your
2: clothes. She is a little. uh rambunctious and energetic so. oh yeah
3: no to someone like ariel who's a little bit doesn't want to be you know like noticed all the time it, like kenino's like the foil to her <laughs> kenino's just like in your face you're automatically your best friend. Except for now ariel
2: needs her so it's kind of <laughs> yeah but, so uh tempest will
4: sort of you know thumb over her shoulder and be like what what's the deal with the grumpy old dude back there?"
2: Oh, oh, he's yeah. just an old human, born of old human parents. <laughs> You're not even that
5: old, I love it. <laughs> old when they had <laughs>
4: With how grumpy you are. I think it's just... You're like, what, 40 or something? We're just 45. like, God, he's so old.
1: <laughs> Pretty old for like,
4: the,
0: for,
3: like, the world. Well, he's also, like, probably the only technically sane one of the group so far. <laughs> but, yeah. Ariel's sane. You're... St- well, you're saying but you're socially awkward. She's socially awkward and quiet most of the time. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, so yeah. Um, well, yeah. Rem's a little, uh, a little strict, but he's also, he's also pretty sassy. But you know, he he grows on you. I feel
2: like
5: like moss. <laughs> <laughs> like algae.
1: <laughs> a bioluminescent algae.
2: We haven't really talked much to it. Well, that didn't come out <laughs> We haven't really talked much with him about his personal life. He's always a grouch. He doesn't come across as someone you really want to chat with. How
4: long have y'all been traveling together?
3: Well, honestly, not that long. Um, like a week? It feels like it's been a long time, but yeah, it's only been about a week.
1: Feels like two years. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's a year and a half. <laughs> But yeah, we, we, we've we done some uh, some traveling together and fought a little bit. So feel, we feel closer than our time allotted would have you think.
5: You
0: know, it, it may have only been a week. It's been a week of you guys being together. <laughs>
5: mm-hmm. <Yeah.
0: laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like at this point, you're reaching about 4 or 5 o'clock now. And you hear a bell. Start tolling. Wait,
3: wait. Tempest knows exactly what this bell wait.
5: means. Wait, <laughs> you have a have bell. A bell <laughs> <laughs> tolling?
3: That's interesting, though. I didn't realize we're all born of human parents. <laughs> I don't know that either. the bell tolls.
5: <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: Tempest hears that. <gasps> dinner time. <laughs> it's
1: dinner time.
0: Oh,
2: good. I forgot to eat this morning. Rem,
0: you're going to hear that, too. Just, just Ting ting ching-ching.
1: He'll put his his book down and and stand up and follow his nose (laughs) as Toucan Sam.
0: Uh, You would walk up onto the deck and the uh, door to the room underneath the captain's wheel is open.
4: Tempest will grab Ariel and Nina one by
3: each arm. Mm -hmm. Like... Let's go get some grub.
1: Shall we, ladies? You
5: guys can sit with me. Okay. This is fun.
3: But we um, we should grab Rem, too.
0: (laughs) Rem. Roll perception.
3: Do we have to? Yeah, he's one of our group. We have to bring him along.
1: Twelve.
0: (laughs)
4: Mm.
0: All you notice is as you reach the top of the deck, uh, two doors below deck open as well.
1: So he'll head for whatever smells of the food.
0: It would it would be from that here, here. open open door underneath the captain's quarters.
4: Last call. <laughs>
1: so he'll head under the into the door.
0: Alright, so all of you are heading that way and notice Rem mm-hmm. making his way along with the crew into what functions as the ship's mess hall. Turn and look.
3: and <laughs> Nina sitting at the table? over wow, here! You guys are walking. Yeah. yeah. So as as we're going in, and we see him kind of falling into. Um, is he's like behind us or ahead of us at this point?
0: He would be ahead of you guys. Okay. That's he was so. he was closer to the to the area. I just got this really way. good image
1: of Nina like hooking arms tighter and trying to move <laughs> and drag all of you with it.
4: You read my <laughs> The, the grasp <laughs> and of friendship. I am not. Yes, the <laughs> iron grasp think, of
3: friendship. I think,
2: as as Nina says, hey, hey, Rem. I go, and here we go.
3: <laughs> yeah, so Nina's pretty much going to do exactly She's that. She's been pulled Tempest many times by too. Nina to know
2: what's you going on. You
1: can let go, though, because you're not attached directly to Nina. You're attached to <laughs> Tempest.
4: Oh, no. You're you be like, oh. <laughs> I'm taking you down with me.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what's your strength? <laughs> oh, no. Are we really going to do this? It'd be her yes. strength versus oh, no. your acrobatics. <laughs> yeah, it's an
0: athletics check versus an acrobatics check for a grapple.
2: So, which one do I do? You do
0: acrobatics. Acrobatics. Actually, I think you have athletics or acrobatics. Yeah,
1: well, it's breaking it if she wants to or slipping out of it.
4: And which one do I do?
1: Your strength. So, athletics. How tight are you holding?
4: I am holding 18 tight. <laughs>
2: oh! I'm what? holding, I'm trying to get away by the 17. No!
3: <laughs> <laughs> You're wiggling as hard as you can. I'm always yanked along!
1: So she's hooked your arm and grabbed your hand. She's
5: like, no. I'm taking you with me! <laughs>
1: And this is and Rim's just standing there watching this approach him.
3: Nina's not even noticing. She's like one arm length of you and then she's just like, hey Rim yes.
1: And they're like
0: ah. <laughs> And if this was a cartoon, like Tempest would have her legs flailing in the air and Ariel would be like behind.
1: Like pinets in the like wind. <laughs>
0: And you guys all make your way into this eating quarters area. <laughs> Big, like, like cafeteria. It's very crowded. It's fairly crowded. Thankfully, there's not a lot of passengers adding space. The, this area can comfortably seat, like, 30. And the ship could have up to... Uh, 45 people on it yeah. so right now it's it's reaching the point of uncomfortable you guys would be able to get like your own bench but there's gonna be people at the spot next to you
1: that's fine as as Canadian approaches he's gonna look over and then like look at her behind her where she's <laughs> dragging everybody and be like I see you found everybody
3: yeah yeah I brought along Tempest and Ariel too, so we can all eat together.
1: So he's gonna now he's gonna look at, at uh, Tempest and be like, ah, so your name's Tempest.
3: Apparently, your name's Rem.
5: Yeah. You <laughs> no. turn the head sparks inside. fly.
0: <laughs> and I think <laughs> the group all sitting down around a table to eat their dinner is going to be a time for us to wrap up for the night. And. We will adjourn again later.
5: So hope bye bye. 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 baby.
4: Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, we would really love it if you could go to iTunes and leave us a review and a rating. Uh, it means a lot and it really helps us get out there. Also, best way for us to spread our show is word of mouth. So tell your friends, tell your family, um, steal their phones, download it on there. Um, but also, you know, check out our website, adventuresinarelia.com That's E-R-Y-L-I-A. Um, you can send us an email at feedback at um, or hit us up on Twitter at Aurelia Pod. And uh, we'll see you next time. And
0: iTunes is Apple Podcasts now.